Mm. God, those are hot. Yeah, I know. I'm a hot clapper. <laughs> hot clapper. <laughs> they call him that because it's hot. And he claps. And he has the and clap. Mm mm. Oh. And it burns. <laughs> it burns with the fire of a thousand hot clapper suns. The burning is love. Did the sun catch the clap? Yeah. Fuck. Like a billion years ago. <laughs> scientific fact. It's true, That's man. We're the, an STD. <laughs> That's how the sun generates heat. <laughs> yeah. So all the radiation hitting us, you know, we're slowly getting the clap. <laughs> This is so dumb. They call me Hot Clapper. Turn it up. I'm the lyrical gangster. Turn it up. Still love it like that. You know what else is is so dumb? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, ready, Jay? One, two, three. The Savage Land. Welcome back to the Savage Land, home of the Hot Clappers. Who do we have in the Savage Land today, you guys? I'm Matt. That was Jason clapping. That was some hot clapping. That was hot clapping, dude. <laughs> mm. I, I'm Rachel. Mm, hot claps. Hot claps. Hot clam claps. Uh... Yeah, well, here we are. Uh, I don't know. How I mean, where do you go from hot clapper? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a jacker. Like, I'm seems a smacker. Like the pinnacle. I'm a big hot clapper. You know that yeah, song? Yeah, I think we're... Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where to go from here. Yeah. Um, I could uh, make a Blink-182 lyric l- reference, but I'll save you guys from it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. No problem. I think we're... I mean, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, what do you guys been up to? Should we, just, should, we, should we just go right into ketchup? Because I don't know where else to go from hot clapper. <laughs> um, <laughs> unless, you get, unless you get some some anecdotes or I something. Actually, I don't, know. I don't have like too many anecdotes, but I have a couple of questions to ask. Actually, all right, all right. Let's, let's. And they're like they're not relevant to the show, and we don't have to spend much time on them. Please, let's not spend much time on them. But Matt, uh, I want to consult your expertise for a second. You know, Uh-oh. you know spiders, right? Yes. What, like, breed of spider is, like, uh, it's, like, really, sp- like, pretty small and, like, completely white? What kind of spider is that? Ghost spider. Is that Definitely what's... ghost spider. It's is a that... g- g- ghost. G- 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 ghost Is that really spider. what it's called? No, I don't know which one you're talking oh. about. Why? You got them in your room or in your pants or something? I, I found... <laughs> <laughs> They're swarming all around me as I record. Um, I'm going down with the ship. But no, it, uh, what's this in my pants? <laughs> um, no, I just I I was like eating my my chicky nuggies earlier, and like I looked at my arm because I like kind of felt something on my arm, and I looked at it, and for a second I was like, oh, that's weird. There's like some chicken breading on my arm, and then it started moving. I was like, shit, that's like a fucking white spider. That's the color of chicken chicken breast. Uh, so I I flung it off of me and stepped on it, mm. but. I just, you know, I don't know if it's like a dangerous spider, if I should be alarmed, if I should like get checked for the clap or anything, but I don't know. 
you're well, probably, you're you should you should always get checked for the clap. Uh, yeah. No, I only take that when I'm concerned, when I have something to be worried about. That's the only time I take the test. Because no, I'm a I, smart I, guy. I wouldn't worry about it. You're, you're probably fine. Okay. Um, second question was, do you guys remem- remember uh, Propel? Fitness water? Yeah, fitness water. Gatorade's, Gatorade's drink of, 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 of specials. Yeah, the, the, the fitness water that's somehow different than other water that is also used for fitness. Yeah. Mm-mm. You don't remember Propel, Matt? No, it must have been during my uh, anti-fitness water era of my life. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, I feel like with you being so obsessed with LaCroix, this would be like right down your alley. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Rachel, do you know what happened to Propel? I didn't even know it was gone. I thought it was still a thing. I mean, it, like, I think it is still a thing, but like, it's not a thing like it used to be. You know what I mean? Like, Propel used to be everywhere. Like, you couldn't walk down the street without getting hit in the face with a bottle of Propel. Oh, yeah, I got hit in the face so many times. Seriously, like, it's... Randomly. <laughs> People would be driving down the street. I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you serious? Every listener yeah. in the entire world right now is just screaming at their at their iPod shuffle right I'm looking now. at... Uh, nobody uses iPod shuffles anymore. <laughs> I'm Sorry, I teleported at, back to Propel times. No, I'm even looking at Google image searches of it. Does not ring a bell. I never had any of it. Really? Because I thought it was dumb. It looks why medicinal. Would I, why would it I looks pay like, money for that? It looks like it looks like the water you have to drink before your colonoscopy. <laughs> it's probably it's not probably far off. It's probably the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, what happened to it? I don't know what happened to it. I was I was genuinely curious because like Propel oh. used to be super big. No, I big. think it's still a th- I still I think it's still a thing. I think it is still a thing. It's just like not big and it's in different containers and it probably sucks. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I just all I'm saying is like if if Jerry Gatorade is listening right now, you should uh, you should bring back Propel to your fine line of products. It's still there. You can buy it. Bring Zero it. calorie <laughs> enhanced water. Enhanced water. I don't want enhanced water. I just want water with flavor. No, it's like it's, it's like a middle ground between water and Gatorade. It's water with electrolytes. It's got electrolytes. It's what plants crave. Go pour it on your tree. It'll grow like crazy. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I was just wondering that, and I was, like, right as we got on the mic, it was hot in the brain, so I was like, I, I, gotta, I gotta see if anyone knows. Gotcha. No. Propel. Not, no. If anyone out there knows why Propel lost its popularity, please feel free to write into uh, ladder, Ladders. I guess you could, yeah, write into Ladders at SavageLandPodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> It'll still get to us, so. Fuck yeah, it. trust us. We're... We, we, the, we've got an overarching theme going here. It'll, we'll, we'll get to. The, we're getting to somewhere. Don't worry. There's there's a, there's a concise narrative at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'll all tie in. Yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, yeah. Let's, should we anything no, else, I, or should we get in the catch up? I don't think there's any other whack, wacky, wild things going on around here. <laughs> well, fuck. Who wants to? Who wants to open up their hinds first? Mm 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 mm. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so creepy. <laughs> yeah, nothing else. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Good. <laughs> That's our new slogan, slogan guys. <laughs> so are, we, are, new are, we replacing, are we replacing JJ Abrams JJ uh, Abrams quote with that? Yeah, but you have to play the sound, <laughs> you have to play the sound bite. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'll remember to isolate that and put it in its own file after yeah, today. D- yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit, I, all right, fine, I'll go first. Um, 
I I'm so boring. I watched a bunch. I've watched. I watched a bunch of. Matt's David like I Attenborough. sat in a room and stared at a wall. I did. I watched. Sat in a room, stared at a wall. That wall happened to have a TV mounted on it and playing on that television. It's David Attenborough nature shows. Nice. Um. No, I played a uh, Star Wars Armada with a guy from work. Um, <laughs> What is that stupid too? Jeez, Jason. No, I no was... he's cr- he's crying because yeah. you left him out. Well, somebody moved to Los Angeles. Bright bright lights, big city. Am I right, guys? Bright lights, no friends. Am I right, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> <Aww. that's> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason's got friends. He's got Sandy. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't it be funny Sand- if this entire time Sandy was literally just me doing a voice. Oh my god. That would be so weird. That would be so weird. <laughs> Especially when only Jason and Sandy talk to each other for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a subset of my subconscious so I can finally just have my monologues but have it sound like dialogue. Shit, dude. I, I, I watched a documentary the other day on Netflix that's of a lady who's got seven different personalities. She's got. Oh, I saw that. I, I thought of you when I my... watched it. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's hard to watch a little bit. Does she? But she's like she like goes through. She has distinct personality changes during the during the during a a thought. I mean, she she will be talking, and then like you'll see her face sort of go all weird, and Jesus. then it's a different voice coming out of her. And then she's uh, at, and then at the end of the the video, she's a werewolf, and she's hunting down teenage girls. No, she's just a weird. No. She's just a lady. Yeah. But she'll like she'll be talking in her her normal voice, and then she'll be a fucking five year old who's obsessed with Mister Happy from those old those old children's books from the eighties. That's disturbing. It's yeah, yeah, it's very weird. It's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and there and one of her personalities is like a eight year old little boy who really likes to play with toy guns, hmm. and she's in a she's in a taxi as herself, and then she like clicks over to this little boy personality and she gets this weird creepy smile on her face and opens her bag and pulls this gun out and starts shooting everybody with this fake gun and it's like <laughs> what oh the God. hell no it's very disturbing I, yeah i mean watch it for that sort of like wow that's a weird thing that exists also don't watch it because it sort of gets in your brain a little bit yeah yeah I'll, it got into my brain a little bit i, th- I think my my consciousness is weak enough that i should probably just completely stay away from that because it might collapse me <laughs> okay Fair enough. Uh, did you ever find out if it was okay to listen to your roommate's music uh, while he was playing it in the, and like to nod your head while it was playing in a different room? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I got it. I'm, I'm in the clear on it. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> no, nah, anyway, so yeah, I played some Star Wars Armada. That's uh, that's a fun game. Um, which kind of led me dot 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 down the rabbit hole to watch uh, Rogue One and Force Awakens again. How was it? Are you are you do you still? I'm I'm actually curious about this. Your arc of liking those new Star Wars movies has it gone up or down uh, since they came out? Mm, I don't know, up or down. I really like the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I think it's a I think it's a pretty great movie. So I wouldn't say up or down. I just think it's uh, it just I don't know. Everybody gives it shit because it's a New Hope version two, but it's just a clean, solid movie with great characters. So, 
I still like it a lot. Yeah, I, uh, I hear you, man. I, I find myself defending that movie more than I thought I would have to uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, it's really weird. Same r- with same with Rogue One. I, I Like, with Rogue One, I can see some of the complaints. Like, the characters in Rogue One are definitely a lot more flat than... Uh, than in Force Awakens, but like I don't know, yeah, you're right. Like Force Awakens, it just it's a it's a solid movie. Yeah, it's a solid movie with with and it's a lot of fun and it's got great music. Rogue One, uh, Rogue One, I went you know in, in the last viewing and also I listened to the soundtrack just isolated a little bit. That soundtrack is good. That that movie has a solid soundtrack. Yeah. Michael Giacchino is is an unsung hero in both Marvel and uh, new Star Wars stuff. Well, and just his ability to sort of harness John Williams uh, is really cool. Yeah, no, so, I don't know. I I think I think Rogue One's fine, man. I mean, yeah, you could find complaints in it, but like as a generally overall fun movie to watch with cool Star Wars shit, success. I mean, it's great. Yeah, I like overall. I guess. For me, if I were to like compare it to most Marvel movies, which I I've enjoyed pretty much every Marvel movie to some degree, but I would probably watch Rogue One before I would watch at least half of the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, hands down. <clears throat> Although I I I you know I think I think I think Star Wars is going to hold the test of time for me harder than Marvel movies will, mm. and that's not to say that I'm not uh, that I'm going to get bored and sick of Marvel movies, but. I you know when I'm seventy I'll probably s- still you know turn on Force Awakens to watch and I I doubt that I'll turn on Ant Man to watch it. Yeah, there there's definitely those Marvel movies like Ant Man or even Doctor Strange and like Iron Man two. There's Captain America like a lot of those movies like that where it's like maybe I'll watch it every once in a while but not really not really a priority. No, I'm not really a priority. Um, what about you, Rachel? Otherwise, What's- when when you're like, oh, I'm bored. I'm gonna watch Star Wars, yeah. like any Star Wars. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, not any Star Wars. Let's be real here. Uh, okay. <laughs> My minus three, minus three of the Star minus Wars. Minus two films. for me. But, but by then, I'm gonna. Well, by no, then, we'll have probably three. fourteen to choose from. Yeah. I, I will say, like, I I rewatch episode three somewhat often. I like Loser. episode three. I can't. I like, can't do it either. I have to. Always fast forward through Obi Wan riding that lizard for <laughs> way so longer dope. than it way longer than it should be shown. It's so dope. When else are you gonna see you and McGregor on a giant lizard? I don't want to see that <laughs> at all. That's the only I thing like my dreams Obi Wan. Obi Wan riding a giant lizard is like one of the f- like a handful of things that I'd prefer watching in those movies. It goes on it goes forever. On, and I'm pr- <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I'm pretty stoked on that. Like of all things, <laughs> of all those garbagey movies, like I like at least during that whole sequence, it's just music and Obi Wan riding a lizard, and there's <laughs> which there's no bad dialogue, there's no stupid trade negotiations. It's just Obi Wan riding a lizard. Music with Obi Wan. <laughs> music with Obi Wan riding a lizard could be like a microcosm. Like if you were to try and sum up Matt's life and interests, that's kind of. <laughs> All of it wrapped up into one. <laughs> really, what are you into, Matt? Oh, well, I, there's a lot of things, but I can describe it to you as <laughs> Obi-Wan riding a lizard for far too long in st- <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Just send somebody that gif anytime they ask you a personal question. There you go. <laughs> well, so then, Rach, if, if Obi-Wan riding a giant lizard doesn't do it for you in those movies, like what, what are the things that you like in the, uh, in the prequels, if there are any? Uh, uh, nothing. 
Damn, like, no I, redeeming qualities? I, I cannot sit there and watch it, and I'm sure you guys know how very easily <laughs> I get bored with things. Yes. I I can't I can't sit there. The third one is the only one that I actually can sit through, but I have to fast forward (laughs) over Obi Wan riding the lizard. (laughs) Otherwise, I will get up and do something else. Don't take Rachel to a Star Wars marathon because as soon as it gets to that scene and she can't fast forward, she's (laughs) going to lose her mind and start killing people. No, no, no! Just show up seven hours late to the Star Wars marathon. (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll be that person. I did that with uh, the Avengers uh, uh, Phase 1 marathon. Or Phase 1, yeah. Phase 1 and 2 marathon? I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was Phase 1 Shut and up. 2 marathon before Age of Ultron. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't I anyway. don't think I could find any many redeeming factors of the prequels. I like the ships. They're cool. Ships are fun. See, and that's the thing. Like, that opening uh, dogfight sequence in Episode 3 still holds up. That thing is awesome. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. I, I have one one thing that I like. What is it? Obi-Wan's beard. Yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan does have some freaking good beard in that movie. He's got a, a, a good beard. His beard is good. It's actually very similar to Matt's beard. <laughs> if you look at Matt, His even in our purple good. artwork, it's... Uh, that, that was a Flight of the Concords joke. His beard is good. Your beard is good. Your beard is good. <laughs> oh, I kind of remember that <laughs> vaguely. No, you don't. Which was also my joke hit like when i was gonna hit on cap that was, that was gonna be my opening line <laughs> oh beard yeah is good. Y- beard is good. <laughs> well it all worked out in the end didn't it uh sure did <laughs> all right matt what's what's next in your bottle oh uh, that's pretty much it just you know might as well talk about some star wars or something i don't know i you know uh i read the first issue of dr afra Oh yeah, the star the Star Wars spinoff. Yeah, that's pretty great. Is it? It's a look. Yeah, she's because uh, she, you know she's a rogue archaeologist, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so I know uh, that series hasn't been exactly soaring in the sales figures. Nah, uh, it's it's all right. I mean, it's an unknown character, right? So that's a little hard to push, especially coming out of a comic that probably everybody bought number one and read and then stopped reading because people can't read anymore yeah well and it's because it's like i don't think because a lot of the star wars audience it's like oh i know them from the movies but then when it's the exactly. comic book characters it's like ah no but I I, I I like it it's it's dr afra triple zero and bt dub or whatever is <laughs> bt dub i don't know what's my the, robot what's the, by the way what's the r2's <laughs> unit's name i think it's like I, I i have no idea i think it's just bd or bt something something like that anyway yeah so so it's her and those two droids and uh uh their their misadventures, which is pretty actually pretty great characters. So So yeah, I'll I'll uh I'll put the entire weight of my Obi Wan riding a lizard uh scene uh <laughs> on it and say you should check it out. <laughs> I did like Doctor Aphra a lot in the uh main Star Wars series. She was really fun. Yeah, she's great. I decided, I think that's a she's a very cool character. Oh, yeah. Dope, dope. What about you guys? Uh, me or Rach? Who's going? I, I don't care. Just pick. I'll go. <clears throat> and then and then Rachel can can segue from her catch up into our main topic today. Um, main topic. Surprise! 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 Topic. <laughs> I mean, I guess they won't be surprised because it'll probably say it in the episode title and description. But whatever. 
You didn't read the episode title, did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week I read Deadly Class Volume 1 from uh, Rick Remender and Wes Craig with Lee Lowridge on colors. My boy! Good. Good, good. Dude. Yeah, so... It's... I'm slowly coming on board to the Matt uh, to the Matt obsession with Rick Remender. Fuck, I told you. I it's, know what I'm talking about around here. It's solid. I mean, like, because obviously I've read some Rick Remender before, like the Uncanny X-Force I, I really liked from what I read of it. I never finished that series, but I liked what I did read. Uh, and I read um, Tokyo Ghost, which both Rachel and I loved and Matt inexplicably still hasn't read. Um <laughs> that is an ex- I have no explanation for that. Yeah, it's like I mean cuz it's it's a pretty contained series and it's your boy yeah. and it's our boy too. Sean Murphy. It's it's our boys. Our boys. Our boys. It's our good boys. Um but yeah, so Deadly Class I it's been like sitting in my Amazon cart for at least a year just like waiting for me to buy it. Uh and then finally I was at this used bookstore the other day and saw it there for like 450 or some shit like that and i was like okay fine like four dollars and fifty cents i guess i have to buy it now uh and it's i mean it's it's an image trade that's ten dollars first of all but it's got six issues in it and the first issue i think is oversized so like Mm -hmm. it's a dense first volume yeah um which i i really liked and man like i think wes craig might be the most underrated artist in comics right now his layouts and like the simplicity of some of his action while still just like keeping it super like i don't know fast paced and detailed and emotional but it's never overbearing like you get with a lot of these superhero books um it's just it's so beautiful and it's like lee lowridge colors it uh very similarly to how you see in uh fractions hawkeye which we've talked about a lot it's almost entirely just like flat colors um super stylized and i don't know like it's it's so stylistic i love it i freaking love it um yeah it's so good yeah and just like it just the the weird like it's almost it's like if 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 john wick and harry potter had a baby it would be deadly class almost in a way you know i'll 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 get them in in the 80s set in the 80s yeah set in the 80s (laughs) um yeah i mean it's just it's like it's so fucked up and like it's just got, it's got such like twisted storytelling, but at the same time, all the characters have a lot of like they've got a lot of heart, they've got a lot of intrigue, uh, and I think it's it's definitely got that trademark Rick Remender pessimism in it, uh, but it manages to shine through some some glimmers of hope and excitement as well. Um, and so I don't know, I really enjoyed it, and like. I can't wait for the Russo brothers to to bring that to TV and it sounds like things are looking good. I mean they've they're making a pilot. Um there's no word on a a series order yet. Uh, I don't think they've even begun casting or announced their network. Um but shit man, like the Russo brothers, you know, helped create both Community and Arrested Development and directed Winter Soldier and Civil War. Like Yeah. I it, I think they're perfect. Yeah. To- to do this one such a good fit because they're they're great with just like character storytelling obviously they know how to make you know tv series serialization work but then they've shown that like they're also great with action and like big you know sort of heavy uh blockbuster stuff i don't like i don't know it's it's just after reading that like i was already on board with the tv series beforehand but after reading this first volume just imagining 
this book being on TV is like a little bit blowing my mind because there's nothing like it on TV. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm really excited for it. What? Usually I'm pretty like not quite on board or against adaptations. Yeah. But I, I think this one will be pretty awesome. Yep, I agree. This would have to be on like Cinemax or like Showtime or something like that though, right? Like it's pretty it's pretty twisted. It's racy. Racy. <laughs> it, it it could work on Showtime. Yeah, I could like I could see it next to either like American Gods or Outcast. Well, or something shit, they're like that. they're getting away with dongs on American Gods. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There's some, there's some serious dongs in that show. Dongs. So then it then it would be on Stars. Dong. And, and of course, Stars shows Spartacus, which we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. The Manu Bennett penis. <laughs> Dong. <laughs> All over the place. I so hate the word dong so much. That's why I keep saying it, guys. Just so you know. You, you can say dong all you want. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't watching your show unless it's got dong. Well, then go to stars. <laughs> all, their sh- all our shows have dongs. That's well, so the, wait. So, have you done any, so you were you were asking me about low the other day. Was that where this is stemming from? Are you considering diving, trying it out? Yeah. So I. <laughs> Because of Deadly Class, and also because I enjoyed uh, Tokyo Ghost and Uncanny X-Force. And then I, like, dove down. Anytime I read a book and I like it, I start listening to interviews with the people who created it. Um, And so I listened to a bunch of interviews with Rick Remender. And and I've always thought that Lowe was, like, really beautiful. And I read, like, the first two or three issues of it in a Barnes & Noble one time. Um, And I enjoyed it. Uh, But then Rachel saying that she didn't enjoy it kind of made me a little hesitant on it. Um, but yeah, now I'm kind of considering jumping down the remender hole. And so I still have black science volume one on my shelf. I'm going to read that, uh, give that another try. Cause the first time I tried to read it, it just didn't quite hook me. Um, <sighs> that's uh, that comic is <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I granted, I didn't make it through the first issue, uh, uh-huh. before I kind of like lost interest a little bit. And I think that especially with remender, it requires at least one or two issues before you're really hooked. I think you got to read the first arc. I think it's. I think his he sets up that first arc because the first arc's almost never. In my experience with Rick Remender's stuff, his first arc is like all dressing to then get the story going. Yeah, which is a long burn and a long way to start, but it it it's solid. I mean, that's what I liked so much about the first arc of Black Science is it's like the end of that first arc. Nothing is as the first issue was, if that makes sense. Like, mm. it's like he's really like he's building a bigger picture story there, and it takes the first arc to even just get going. Yeah, I see what you mean there. And that's like that's kind of how um, Mr. Robot's first season was. Except, I mean, except the first arc did like the first season had a lot of like those hooking things, but when you watch the second season, it makes it makes you realize that that first arc or that first season's status quo was all just set up to get you to where they wanted to go. Sure. Um, and I think Rick Remender is that same type of storyteller, and that's probably why most of his series go on for so long. I mean, almost yeah. every series he ever writes goes at least 30 issues. Yeah, totally. And I mean, like... Uh, what about Seven to Eternity? Have you started that yet? Uh, I read the first issue of that one. That one didn't quite hook me either, but again, it's like, with how cheap... It's, it's... What was that, sorry? Yeah, yeah, same, same, same story with that. Um, but man, you could read that just to look at Jerome Pena's art. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing about Remender is every artist he works with is phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, 
if you if you look at the books that he has coming out right now, uh, you've got Low with Greg Tocchini, who's fantastic. Black Science with uh, Scalera, Matteo Scalera, who's a very similar type of artist to Tocchini, um, but they have kind of their their variances and stuff, and they both have that very um, it's like bright and stylized and really detailed, but in kind of that new sort of digital way. Um, yes. And then you've got a guy like Wes Craig, super simple, but again, like really, really solid. And then Jerome Pena, who's like a more traditional artist in terms of like pen and ink um, or pencil and ink, but like crazy detailed and like just just gorgeously laid out stuff. And obviously he did Uncanny X-Force. Um, yeah. I don't know, whatever, whatever magic juju Rick Remender spins to just keep getting these artists that are incredible. Uh, I, you know, I hope it keeps going and I hope I can somehow find that someday once my comics writing career is cross my fingers taken off but uh sure uh-huh. did you ever reach did you ever reach strange girl i didn't read strange girl rich did you ever read that no oh. i have volume three so i'm kind of screwed there but who's the artist <laughs> <laughs> uh who is the artist hang on i can find out real quick okay. oh and like the, what go ahead i was just gonna say and like while we're talking about the artists i mean you look at his other books like we were just talking about with sean murphy on tokyo ghost uh, you know, he had Tony Moore on Fear Agent, the co-creator of The Walking Dead. Um, like I don't uh, know everything. Looks like a couple different artists here in Volume Three: Nick Stakal and Micah Ferreter. Hmm. Never heard of him. It's pretty good. I it like looks good from what I can see over here. Yeah, so she's dope. like, she like, she like, she like wakes up and finds that hell has overtaken Earth. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel's like, yeah, uh, give me some demonic shit. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I bought, so I have volume three. I got volume three, uh, I think, like, in a bucket of, like, some stuff from a used bookstore or something one day, mm. randomly. Nice. I mean, years ago, ten years ago, and uh, just never really looked twice at it. We started the podcast. I started diving, you know, as all this was kind of coming up, and I started diving back into all these awesome comics and you know, reading Uncanny X-Men and Rick Remender becoming my favorite. Then I'm looking through my old books one day, and I'm like, oh, shit. This is by Rick Remender. Huh. There you go. Well, that's fun. Did you guys know that he was an artist originally? Uh-uh. Yeah, he, his, first, uh, his first comic was an anthology called Captain Dingleberry uh, that he wrote and, and <laughs> illustrated. I get it. Yeah. Like Dingleberries. Yep. <laughs> um, and then he apparently had like, a, like five or so years as like an inker. Uh, for Marvel and DC, and this was after working as an animator for Fox. Like, it took him a long time to get to just the point of, like, I'm going to write comics. Like, you know, he, he had just, like, this arc of, like, oh, I'm doing storyboards and all this stuff, and now I'm going to make this anthology, and then I'm just going to do inks for, you know, however many years, and finally getting around to, like, being able to write. It's uh, it's an interesting career arc he's had. Huh. I enjoyed his cameo on Nerd Poker, Brian Posehn's Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Nice. That podcast is fun. If I were more able to get into Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, then I would probably uh, give it a better recommendation. But I did enjoy what I listened to. Yeah, it's okay. There's better ones out there. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, like if you're looking for a book that's just like basically uh, a school for assassins, it's just like this Hogwarts like mystical world where they train people to kill people and it's all these fucked up kids and and instead of uh hogwarts houses they have all these gangs that are like pretty i mean pretty like uh, true to life 
styles of gangs. It's the type of stuff like or like social groups that you see in any high school. Um, and uh, yeah, just super fun, really well written. Again, Wes Craig is is a crazy underrated artist. Pug jumped at me. Oh. <laughs> Did the, is, it's, is, a tiny, it's a tiny little grasshopper. Oh, fun! He jumped in the blanket. He oh, wants, there he is. He wants to get on the show. He wants to have his have his time to shine. Oh my god! It is the tiniest grasshopper oh. I have ever seen. Oh, he jumped back over here. <laughs> give it, give it the mic. Let's hear what the grasshopper has to say. <laughs> Just Tr- stay chirp, there, grasshopper. Chirp, chirp, chirp. chirp. Uh, <laughs> wow, that grasshopper has a deep voice. Uh, I always get attacked by chirp, bugs. Chirp, chirp, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, uh, pick up Deadly Class uh, if that sounds like your jams. Uh, it's, I mean, like I said, the the absolute most you'll pay for it is ten bucks for the first volume, but you can find it in most places for like six. So the first volume is six bucks on Amazon. Yeah, it's good. It's good shit. And again, great creative team. It's coming to TV, so you can be that hipster that's like, oh, I was reading that in the comics. They didn't do that thing quite like they did in the comic. It's not as good on TV. Meh. You can do that. Well, the nice thing about jumping into it, too, is you've got five volumes so far. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're they're on, like, something like issue, I don't know, 40-something. Yeah. They, I mean, it's been going almost as long as Saga, which is crazy. Yeah. Anyway. There's a nice, hard, there's a nice hardcover uh, you can get for 30 bucks. Oh, yeah, it's the first three volumes. Nice. Noise, noise, noise. Um... Yeah, anyway, uh, and then the second thing I'll just bring up real fast is uh, um, there's a uh, there's a, a documentary on Hulu. I can't remember what it's called, but it's about George Lazenby. Do you guys remember him? No. He was the Australian guy who was cast as James Bond for one movie uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. He was the one that oh. replaced Connery. Yeah. And he may have been the best James Bond, and he wa- he didn't act in a single thing before he played James Bond. Uh, and he was an Australian, uh, and then played James Bond for one movie, which in my opinion, honestly, might be the best James Bond movie ever. Um, and then just bounced and said he didn't want to do it anymore. And so it's this documentary all about his life and his relationships and like how all of that, like he, he conned his way into being James Bond, like legitimately stole Sean Connery's suit from Sean Connery's tailor wore it into the casting room, walked directly into the room where the casting director was instead of waiting for an audition, and he wasn't even called in to audition for it, walked into the casting director's room and then, like, posed in the doorway like George Clooney. <laughs> or, I mean, George... Sorry, sorry Sean Connery. Um, I don't know why I get those names backwards in my head. Sean Connery and George They're, Clooney. Those aren't even the same name. They're not uh, even they're similar. Far... <laughs> I don't I don't know why. I think it's the C and the Y on the last name. Like I think that's literally it. Um but yeah, he stole Sean Connery's suit from Sean Connery's tailor, busted into the casting director's office and then like posed in the doorway wearing the same watch that Sean Connery wears, uh posing like James Bond and like did this whole thing just to like really push it onto the casting director's face that he should be James Bond. Um ended up doing it and like doing a great job uh i don't know it's it's such an interesting documentary just hearing about this guy's life um so it's on hulu uh i i can't for the life of me remember what it's called i can look it up real quick but um yeah george lazenby awesome dude all right so that was fun anyway that's that's my catch-up word that's you rach (laughs) um i've also been very boring and work has been very slow, so I've watched like six months worth of TV 
in about two weeks. Oh boy, Jesus! I watched all. I've watched all the new seasons of Supergirl, Flash, and Arrow. Holy <laughs> mother of Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I'm dumb for watching one season of Riverdale. Good lord. And that's because Riverdale sucks. Riverdale Riverdale's sucks. dope. Um, I finished it yesterday and it was really good. Anyway. But yeah, I'll just quickly say that Supergirl is really fun and awesome. The Flash was really, really good. And it was a very pull at your heartstrings Ooh. type of season. And it was really well done. And then Arrow is awful. <laughs> but... If you can make it through to the finale or just watch the finale, mm-hmm. then it's worth it. Hmm. It was it was actually pretty good. And at the end, I was like, oh, man, now I wish there was more because <laughs> it actually ended pretty well. Hmm. But they got her. But the, the rest of the season was bad. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. I. So I mean, so what? Like, I haven't watched. I haven't watched this season of any of those shows at all, which is surprising for me because obviously I was I was you know waving that banner pretty hard uh, for the first few yeah, seasons were. of those. Um, yeah. If you were to like recommend one to watch, if I if I was like okay, I will give the DC CW universe one season of one show. The Flash. Oh, I was gonna say Supergirl. Yeah. I only don't say Supergirl because I have a lot of childhood nostalgia mm. placed in it. So mm. to me, it's something that it's probably not to somebody else. That makes sense because you like you loved Damn, the Helen to, Slater way to place movie. Place right? your own objectivity into your rage. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's very self-aware. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, because you know. Uh, I grew up watching Supergirl with Helen Slater, yeah, totally. and Helen Slater's the mom, the human mom in it. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. I watched the adventures of uh, Lois and Clark, and Terry Hatcher was a villain in the newest season. Wasn't and Dean Kane played? Yeah, Dean Kane plays her human dad. Oh, that's so and good. I watched, and I watched Wonder Woman like all the time, and Linda Carter plays the president. So Holy shit. I I have a lot of things placed in it. So so to me I think it's See something different. That's that what makes I, sense. That's what I love about the CW uh the Arrowverse or whatever is that they always do those types of homages. Like they, you know, in the Flash they pulled on uh John Wesley's ship to be uh you know, Barry's uh dad and yeah. you know, and the other the other thing there. Uh yeah, the other secret thing. Yeah, the other secret thing. Uh, <laughs> once once we get Matt to go to get around to watching it, he'll probably be like, "Oh, that was cool." Um, I'm never gonna watch it. Fuck I you. Even bother. I hate you. Um, you know, but like they they always just like pull in all these people. Like I'm waiting for Tom Welling to have a a role in one of these shows. Um, and I would love I would love it if uh, Justin Hartley from who played Green Arrow in Smallville. I would love it if he was an Arrow at some point. Yeah, that would be cool. Be great. Uh, but yeah, like I, I like that they're always just like putting in as much like super homage like fun stuff for the fans. And it's not ever a thing that's like, if you don't get it, it takes away. Like it doesn't take away because it's just like... No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. It's like if, if you don't know who those actors are, then they're just actors. But if you do know who they are, then you're like, holy shit, that's so cool. Yeah. So Supergirl definitely does that. Yeah. 
for me and I'm sure a lot of other people, but just story wise, I would say the flash. Okay. Cause I, I've, I've been curious about what they did in this. Cause didn't they bring in like Savitar and like black racer and stuff like that this season? Yeah. Savitar is pretty cool. That is cool. Cause that's all like Mark Wade stuff right there. Like that's this season must've just been like hundred percent Mark Wade. If they brought those two people in. It it was really good. That's cool. And and there is a a little crossover with Flash and Supergirl. Ooh. Where it's the, where it's the musical. Oh yeah, episode. that's right. And uh, what's his face? Um, music. What's was it? Music Master. Yeah, I think that was his name. Yeah. That, this, so he was the villain, and he basically like yeah. did he like turn their world into a musical through some weird metahuman power? Yeah, like he put ah. him to sleep, and they both were in the same. <laughs> dream which they were in a musical which they had to like like actually play their way through it and sing their way through it to get out that's so good it it was it was really good actually that's so good i was watching it thinking it was gonna be dumb but see i love that and i mean they were they were co-stars on glee so obviously they had to do that at some point but that's a that's a like if you're going to make a musical episode happen that is the way to do it well, and the, and they make a lot of jokes against musicals too. Like, man, life is so much easier in musicals. Like, <laughs> it's so easy to convince people to do things <laughs> in musicals. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was really fun. It's good. I I enjoy the things that Greg Berlanti does. He's a he's a fun guy. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, tight. I'll uh, I I might watch Flash. I'll I'll update you guys if I do. I definitely recommend the Flash. If you don't watch any of the others, that's fine. Yeah. But I would watch The Flash. Okay. And and I will just quickly throw in there that I did start the new Twin Peaks. Ooh. And it's really good. Giant coffee cups. Here, give us a synopsis of what it's about. <laughs> Giant coffee cups. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Del Cooper investigates things yeah. <laughs> and talks about coffee. Exactly. <laughs> uh. Yeah. It's it's classic Lynch where I couldn't even tell you what was going on. There's not a lot of dialogue. It's just a lot of weird shit. <laughs> really slow scenes, which is surprising that I'm able to sit through it, but is there yeah, a helicopter really in your guys' room? I don't know what that Matt's is. Matt's wife just flew in on a helicopter. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> if uh, if the military comes in and starts raiding it, raiding the place, then uh, we'll know what happened. Yeah, you never yep. know. Um, uh, how about American Gods? You keeping up on that? I'm still one episode behind. Okay. But still enjoying it. But yeah, we have been watching it and absolutely loving it. Yeah, me too. Did you watch uh, Alien Covenant or Life? I did watch Life. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? I did. It's pretty good. It it had a very alien feel to it. Absolutely. And I I liked how the alien was kind of like a kind of starfish like mm-hmm. but and how it moved was like it was in water it's pretty cool and how it kept evolving but i mean it was absolutely disgusting when it would kill people oh, and yes. it just kind of made me a little uneasy <laughs> and i really liked the end like they, they did throw me off there which i was surprised yeah 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 my, i know 
It's it's rare these days for a solid surprise ending. I thought it was Yeah. Yeah. My uh my biggest curiosity once you've seen Alien Covenant is whether Life or Alien Covenant is the better alien movie. Well, I'll probably say Alien. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I did like Life, but it I don't think I would rewatch it. I guess or we'll have to. It? I guess we'll have to see right. if Alien Covenant is going to be rewatchable for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will be. But that that's my next plan once I have money, money, and not go on a Tuesday. Yeah, I I miss discount days at movie theaters. I really miss that. Oh no, the helicopter's back. It's not a helicopter. It's an. It's a. It's. I, it's an airplane. But I don't know what. I can't see outside, so I don't know what it is. But it sounds like a low flying plane. A B fifty two. You know they uh, they flew a B fifty two over Salt Lake about a month ago. Huh. That's a fun fact. One of those old big bombers. This, uh, was it actually a B fifty two or was it a B? Wasn't it a B B two? B twelve? No, B twelve is a vitamin. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know. It was a big, it was a big it was vitamin. Got to get your vitamins. Uh, yeah, if if anyone knows planes, feel free to write in letters at savagelinepodcast dot com. Do you recognize that sound? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have no idea, but still want to make a, a a bold claim? Go ahead. Yeah, go go for it. Uh, you can do that as well. Cool. Well, is that is that. Uh, is that all your ketchup, or do you have any others? Uh, nope, that's my only ketchup. I still have this little grasshopper friend <laughs> trying to jump on me over here. Grasshopper! I will, I will segue <laughs> into our main topic. Main, main, which is, main, main topic. Which is all the cool shit at E3 this weekend. Oh my goodness, E3! E3! E3. E3, E3, which was just opened up to the public. I can't tell you how annoying it's been to have E3 here. Just like yeah. side note. Yeah, because I'm not that far from downtown LA, which can sometimes be nice, but other times it can be the fucking worst thing imaginable because I'm sandwiched right in between Hollywood and downtown. And so while E3 is going on, they've got their main E3 event downtown. And then in Hollywood, they've got all this other fucking like side weird events going on and so it's just like two giant circles of traffic that are just converging through my neighborhood it's the worst Mm. it's the fucking worst i hate it (laughs) like i i have to like i'm I'm glad we opened on a a positive (laughs) note into our topic (laughs) i like the news coming out of e3 i just i'm sick of these people i have to like flee to the fucking valley to like get any kind of peace in my life yeah Mm. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I had to had to just get that out of there. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know where to go from there. What's your what's 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 top of the list from uh, from news from E three? We're we're not normally a news show, but we'll break our rule this one time to talk about E three stuff. Well, my top news is the two Metroid games that were announced. I figured Mom- that would Metroid. be. Yeah, that's what I figured it would be too. But but let me let me give you a little little history here. Mm-hmm. So, the Metroid game, which is Samus Returns, ah, which Samus. is which is going to be on the 3DS, 
is a remake of The Return of Samus, which was Metroid 2, which was released on the original Game Boy. What? Black and white. That's the most convoluted description I've ever heard for a game ever. So it's called but, it's called Metroid Samus Returns, and it's based on Metroid: The Return of Samus. Yes, that's dumb. Continue. But let 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 me tell you why <laughs> I'm so amazingly excited for this. Do it. Hit me. I mean, because all the other Metroid games have sort of been remade on Game Boy Advance. This one has never had a remake, and this time it comes with a fucking map, which oh. is incredible. Like you have no idea, so so since you have your t- your dual screens on your 3ds, you play on the one screen, then your maps on the other screen, and if there's a door you can't get into, you can put little pins in, so you know which doors you need to go back to. Huh? Like once you get your suit upgrades or your weapon upgrades, you can go back and see which doors th- you can now go into. Oh, nice! Hmm. And I'm so happy. <laughs> it's nice I to know so where you're going. Beyond happy. So, have you played all the Metroid games? Yes, I have. Okay, sorry, maybe you said that and I was spacing out, but um, <laughs> I played did you one, say one that time. And I was spacing out. I haven't said that okay, on on here recently, uh, but what what's the deal with Metroid Prime and why is everybody so excited for that? Because the last Metroid Prime was released on the GameCube, and is it a 3D game? It's a first person shooter. Oh, okay, and it was super cool. It. It is sort of the third one was probably my favorite just because they did a lot of really cool things with it. But I'm not that great at first person shooters. That's why I liked they did Metroid Other M on the Wii, which you could change perspective. So you could do it as first person Uh or you could turn your controller over and it would turn into a side scroller. Mm. Well, that's super cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And like certain, you know, points in the game, you would have to do one or the other. So yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. I prefer side-scroller, but I am pretty excited for Metroid Prime 4 just because I think they'll do a lot of cool shit with it. Metroid, Metroid Prime was the only, was and is the only Metroid game I've ever played. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> 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 I just like I and I mean you you guys know how I am with games like there's just there's so many games that I look at and I'm like oh I want to play that and then it's like 60 bucks please and I'm like mm, I don't want to play it that bad Metroid was the first game that I got for my Nintendo mm. yeah Metroid was one of three first games I got for my Game Boy hmm. so I definitely I have a old, old way old but that's the only one I ever played too was the whatever Metroid was on Game Boy that was Metroid Two. Metroid Two, yeah. where you're you're exterminating the Metroids. So okay, but in this one, they kind of take on a xenomorph type evolution. Mm. So each boss that you're going to exterminate, it's got a different evolution, and one does actually kind of look like a xenomorph, oh, that's which is cool. pretty awesome. Yeah, which they've never evolved the Metroids other than. Super Metroid, which is also connected to the Return of Samus. Hmm. I could talk forever about Goes Metroid. All the way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Are you, so, is that enough to get you to get a Switch? Um, because I've seen a most, lot of people say, likely. "See, say now I am getting a Switch because Metroid's coming." I I've always said that 
I won't buy a Switch until they announce Metroid. And they have. It's but it's still only in development. I'm I imagine already that a game's not going to come out till like 2020. Yeah, that's why I say it's in development. Mm-hmm. I'm still in no rush <laughs> to go buy one. <laughs> but the uh, Samus Returns is on the 3DS, so, oh, okay. so Dude, I can snag that. It comes have, out in September. I have oh, three nice. different friends out here who were like uh, at the... Uh, like at the store the minute that the Switch came out to buy one and just like played for like 48 hours straight on the on their Switches. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I don't, have you guys like, have you guys ever camped out for something? I uh, camped out, the last time I ever camped out for something, it was Return of the King. Wow. Nice. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theater in, uh, San, in Marin County, San Francisco. It's the theater that that Lucasfilm, uh, not Lucasfilm, uh, THX designed. Mm. Uh, it was an old theater, THX, because it's right next to the, you know Skywalker. It's in the same sort of zone as Skywalker Ranch. They re-built okay. the theater to like the top THX standards. Uh, so we would go there to see. I went there to see the prequels. Two and three, and I went there to see Lord of the Rings and some other stuff. And that we can't, we were, it was so popular, you'd have to camp out if you wanted to go to that specific theater because of its THX uh, designed sound. And the sound in there was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, it's the last time I camped out for something. I love it. I love it when uh, a movie, like just speaking of sound, I love it when a movie poster comes out and like one of the quotes that it has is like, some of the best sound you'll ever experience from, you know, uh, fucking Variety or whatever. Like, that it's like the only quote they could find about their movie was just like, yeah, it's really good sound. <laughs> it sounds really good. <laughs> um, That's interesting. I, yeah. I'm just, I've never camped out for anything. I'm trying to remember if I ever did. I might have camped out, like, when, like, the, when, like, the PSP came out, Maybe. Maybe I don't know, man. That plane is just circling around your house. Yeah, something's going on out there. I mean, Jenica sent me a little video. It looks like they look like fighter planes. Yeah, hey, actually, dude, we had some of those flying yesterday out here over our place. Like just yeah. giant, like military, like huge carrier planes and fighter planes. That's interesting. Wonder what's going on. Um, yeah. So okay. So anyway, back to back to the topic. Kind of derailed you a little bit. Yeah, you did. That's this show, though. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> if people if people aren't on board with derailments by a hundred and however many episodes we have, that's uh, I feel sorry for them. Never get used to it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yay for all the Metroids, all the time, forever, all the time. Rick and Morty, hundred years. Rick and Morty. So we also had God of War announced which is a norse norse god of war so which is awesome so wait a minute is it still kratos it is yeah so it's kratos versus the norse gods it's kratos and his son and in the clip they show they show the midgard serpent which is normangander asking for their help yeah wait so when did kratos have a son in three, they find find his son or something. I can't remember. Which number I played is this? It forever ago. This is four. Okay. No, this no because there was ascension. 
Oh yeah, but this is the fourth sequential, right? That the yeah. section was like a prequel thing or yeah. something. Yeah. Wait, so so I've never played God of War. I just I'm like just aware of of the story kind of. Uh is he because I mean Kratos is supposed to be the God of War, right? Yeah, no. 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 He kills Ares. Oh, yeah. that's why he's the God of Okay. So now but okay, so now that he's the God of War and he's talking to Norse gods, doesn't isn't there a God of War in Norse mythology? Yes. So is that's, he? I believe it's Tyr. Yeah. So is he going after that guy to be that god of war too? We don't know. Yeah, we really uh. don't know anything. Uh. <laughs> it was just, it was more, you know, a little teaser, and then they showed some gameplay right at the beginning, just kind of how you maneuver through the world because your son goes with you through the whole thing. Yeah. So it was just kind of showing how the game is played with yeah. so your a little son. Bit of- there's a little bit of combat. So it's like it's like uh, Ash and Pikachu. Some, some look frost trolls. No, it's nothing like that. It's yeah. it's like Ash um, and Pikachu. Okay. No. Uh there's some trolls. Uh Fenrir showed up for a minute. I assume that's Fenrir. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh that's so exciting. Yeah. I I like the God of War games just cuz they're fun and the Greek the Greek thing was kind of cool, but going diving into Norse mythology, oh shit, that's yeah. going to be the super cool. That's my favorite. And is that opening up for, are we going to get other pantheons? Because that would also be super that cool. That would be so awesome. He went to like Irish. That would be super cool. The Morrigan. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be awesome. I hope they do that because, I mean, there's not really a whole lot you could really do with Greek. You've no, already done. Greek, uh, yeah, you already did it. You did you've it. already done three games of this. I'm real. I already did it. I'm real. But I do it. That does. It does make me want to go back and replay all the God of War games because they're they're very yeah. fun to play, and there's a remastered. Uh, man, this planes. Jenica said they're like old biplanes or something. Um, sounds like <laughs> it sounds. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. Gather your uh, transatlantic accents, guys. It's about to get crazy out here. <laughs> the wall is starting. Oh, no. oh God, stop! You have out the planes in the sky. <laughs> um anyways anyway uh they're super i don't know well i don't know i i lost track but i the, uh, the games are fun to play it, they are button mashers but which, you know what and every I, once in a I'm, while yeah which i'm not a fan of but god of war is so visually incredible just all the different interpretations of all the gods uh, and the scale yeah yeah it's incredible it's very cool I mean, and you really, they they went full bore with it, too, you know? Like, uh, I remember, the last one I remember, I think, was two, and Medusa was super cool. Yeah. Um, I'm stoked, man. I, I you know, I, 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 I want more games like that. I want more fun, just like, it, to me, God of War feels like a video game. Does that make sense? Yeah. It doesn't feel like this, like, like boxed-in, multiplayer experience yeah you know what i you know it's just like no here's a game it's just dude and you fight some dudes and you just like they get harder and then the game's over and it's fun and it looks cool yeah totally and you brutally kill people and it's awesome you know there, i was reading something yesterday about uh there's the news well like you know here's the other another e3 thing there's the the big xbox scorpio x x x x reveal yeah um <laughs> 
and there you know people were talking about like well what is, what you know what who won E3 and there was this big debate you know whether it was the hardware coming out with this like amazing new like 4K blah 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 or the fact that they announced that a new Metroid game existed right and and it kind of in the conversation kind of geared toward like well what do we want more of like what is, are we going to E3 to see if we can get the newest hottest specs and what the next thing are or are we going to E3 because we just want people to make new games like new fun yeah games to play like who cares if the graphics aren't like you know who cares if we're living in the peasantry of consoles or whatever like just put you know we want i think the bulk of people just want to play fun games like i don't care if it's ultra hd 4k 80 fps lightning turbo you know i just like i don't it doesn't matter yeah. is the game super fun to play I, awesome you know yeah like I, like I did agree. yeah did like did portal have the best graphics ever no was portal super fun to play yes yeah. mm. <laughs> uh and I, you know I, I just long for more of that uh, well so to segue from your god of war because uh god of war is super exciting uh, the other one for, sorry, I, lo- I got to get back to my list here. <laughs> um, the other one that, that, you know, speaking of Sony that looked super fun and I'm skipping one intentionally for now, um, is that new, uh, <laughs> days gone, that new zombie game. Yeah. that looks like it takes place in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Shit. That looks cool. It does look cool. Uh, and I'm, I'm not a huge fan of zombie games, yep. but. That looks really fun. It looks really cool. Do you think uh, that zombies are going to have a longer life right now in video games than they will like on TV or or in comics? I think maybe. I mean, you know, this Days Gone looks like it's picking up some steam, and it looks like it's going to be pretty awesome. And then, then, uh, the, you know, the next big anticipation right after that is uh, Last of Us Two, which is going to kind of blow everybody away, right? I mean, that's sort of the word on the street there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Anyway, so to traveling down that list of like that that game looks fun. Um, a new Uncharted game coming out this yeah. August. That uh, is it a full game or is it like an add on to four? It's an add on. Okay, but still, four's graphics are incredible. I mean yeah. that that that'll be awesome. I'm like, super stoked for that because it's Uncharted. And that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say still, still, still intentionally skipping one. But uh, how about uh, are you skipping? A, are you skipping to... a Sony one or are you skipping an EA one? I'm skipping it. I'm skipping a Sony one specifically. But okay, uh, going to ancient Egypt. Yeah, I'm just giving the mic to you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get back to that one. No, that's what I was going for right now. Oh, you're, go back to you're, right? you're going to Egypt. He, yeah, right he's, now? Yeah, he's yeah, skipping a right different now. one. I all right. I, I want to go to Egypt right now. Let's Assassin's go. Creed, boom! <laughs> origin in Egypt, that and it looks, looks, oh, it looks so amazing! Oh my god, totally! Yeah, I, I, you know, I was reading about it too, and so not only is that game going to be in ancient Egypt, which is in and of itself super cool, it's going to be more open world style, yeah. uh, in the sense that it's going to be back to like what Assassin's Creed Two was, where there's all the tombs you can go from find yeah. everywhere and explore. Oh shit, I'm stoked for that. Which that's all I've ever wanted. Is to go explore tombs in Egypt. That's why I mean, as two was the was that two or was it the one that came after two that wasn't a numbered one? Oh, I think I it think was two. That, I think it was two. I think it was two. Anyway, but there was like a Revelations. Eh, maybe one. that's the one I'm thinking maybe of. The, Revelations was, was in Rome, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Anyway, one of the, either one of those two. But yeah, oh, stoked. Sounds awesome. Yeah. And it looks beautiful. And there's that gladiator matches and shit going on. Yeah. Super cool. I Yeah, they and they they have tons of new weapons, a new combat system. Yeah. Yeah, which will be nice. I, I they needed a combat upgrade. Although I really liked Brotherhood. Brotherhood? What's the new one? What's the Unity? Syndicate? Syndicate? Syndicate. Syndicate. Syndicate was good. Syndicate was super fun. It had a really good battle system. Yeah. Three was just all around bad. Yeah, three was terrible. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, they'll have naval battles in this one. In the new one. In the Egypt one. But you're fighting from those old papyrus ships. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yes. fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. I'm all for that. Yeah, super cool. Like, cruising up and down <laughs> the Nile. Yeah, it's going to be epic. I feel like, that game's going to be... I feel like Egypt is like the new sort of like... Uh, you know how like there was a while where like World War Two was like the big sort of thing that we see in pop culture and like you know for a, like there's always like those time periods or like sort of aesthetics that become the big thing. I feel like Egypt is right now uh, on the rise again. You got yeah, like maybe. Mummy, you got uh, uh, Assassin's Creed, Apocalypse just had a bunch of Egypt stuff. Like that's the three of them. That's all there is. <laughs> I don't know, man. There might be there might be more. I'm just saying. I don't that's the yeah, yeah. Stargate's coming back, you guys. Yeah, there was wasn't there some news about Stargate yesterday? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't, don't know. Wasn't matter. paying attention. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'm I'm stoked for that. That's awesome. Um, I like the Far Cry game, so far I'm I'm stoked for Far Cry Five, especially that it takes place in Montana. That's super cool. Oh, mm. that is pretty cool. It's like I'm a, not a huge like fan, a, but no, it's like a it's like a religious militant, like 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 a you know like a don't tread on me militant group, ultra religious militant group up in Montana, and you have to go in and like I don't know whatever. All right, I, that actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. Uh, the uh, that Bethesda game that's the um, Evil Within two. Yeah. Did you play one? I didn't play that one. That game's cool. But it, it looked pretty cool. And they announced uh, Wolfenstein too, didn't they? And Wolfenstein too. Yeah. So I never played Wolfenstein, but everybody says it's super awesome. It is awesome. Shit, I gotta get it. I gotta so try awesome. it. Yeah. I you know, I I never bothered, but uh but it's like a, it's a, just a solid fun first person like run through, right? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta try that. You out. kill Nazis. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's cool. Always <laughs> kill Nazis. Uh, no, the one I was, I mean, everybody knows, other, everybody knows what I was holding off on is <laughs> S- S- Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Yeah. That looked s- stupid cool. I was, I thought you were going <laughs> to say stupid. I was like, what? Yeah. No. No, uh, that looks amazing. Yeah. That looked like all the, uh, like, you know, I think back to the, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm just stoked. I think Spider-Man and Batman are the two comic book characters that lend themselves uh, most readily to video games. Oh, totally. You know, like... No, I think Cyclops is the best for video games. (laughs) You can eye blast, and you can eye blast, and then you can eye blast, and you can also eye blast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes you can eye blast more than other times. And sometimes you can... Hours of entertainment. (laughs) Hours of eye blast. Sometimes you can mope about Jean Grey. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm with you. I wholeheartedly agree. I, and and uh, you know, there's been some, there's been fun Spider-Man games. Yeah, 
Um, but overall, the quality lately has been pretty bad. And the newest one that came out was the Amazing Spider-Man Two or whatever, which is not good. Yeah. yeah, they had that one that was like a Spider-Man multiverse game that I heard actually wasn't too bad, but it just didn't really didn't really nah, do much. That game was that game was pretty cool. You played twenty ninety nine. You played Noir. You played Peter Parker, and you played one other one other multiverse. I don't remember which one is the other one. Probably ben like Ron Miles Riley or something. Yeah, either like Ben Riley or like Miles Morales or something. You weren't Miles, so that's uh-huh. so that was the big that was the big hook. That was the big like E three Sony thing at the end of the at the end of the Sony uh, uh, panel. They showed the big they showed the like ten minute Spider Man gameplay sequence, which was super cool. That was really yeah. cool, and they. They obviously lifted a lot from the fighting mechanics of uh, of the Arkham games, which I'm totally fine with because like it it works really really well. Well, it's also that's the same sort of system as the old Spider-Man games too. Yeah. It's not it's it's kind of the same idea. But then at the end of their panel, it goes back to the Spider-Man game, and there's these two kids looking up at the yeah. helicopter that Spider-Man's stopping, and the one kid runs off and he turns around and is like, "Hey, Miles!" and Miles turns around. So yeah. I, wouldn't That's that be, pretty exciting. Wouldn't that be awesome if, like, at some point in this game franchise, because they're planning on making more, uh, but wouldn't that be super cool if they, like, have, like, the Death of Spider-Man story in this game franchise and then have you take over as Miles and, like, learn his abilities and all that stuff? I would not be surprised in the least if that's what they're doing. It'd be so cool. And like bring in I think they're I think I think they are. I think they're trying to get Miles to be the new Spider Man. Yeah. Um and and you know, maybe they'll get him in the movies, maybe not. Well they have that animated they, movie coming out, the Miles Morales animated movie. Right. So I think it's I think we're gonna see that, which is awesome. Uh I'm stoked. It's uh, Spider Man, dude. Spider Man's the best and uh, it's nice to see that they're really putting some they're putting work into it, which is yeah. you know what such a rare thing for a comic book video game these days is to have like actually effort put into something other than yeah, Batman. Yeah, exactly. That that's super. That's super cool. That that's why I'm pretty excited for it because Spider-Man games have felt like they are just kind of quickly made and thrown out there, and not totally. much thought into it. And this one, it looks like they've really took the care and thought into making this game. Yeah, yeah, and. And I, I the, the the hours that I have spent in my life whipping around in, <laughs> in Spider-Man <laughs> games is absurd. But man, I, I I I'm eager to do more of that. Just just web web crawling around New York. Yeah, and it's well, it's been so surprising to me that we haven't really seen any big uh, comic book video game franchises outside of the Arkham games. Like, why yeah. why the hell? Aren't these studios putting more into him? Like as soon well, as they are, but they're they're putting him into Lego. Yeah, but that's yes. see, but that's the thing is like it's just that's just not the same. Like because you look at Star Wars, it's not it's it's not the same. But the the Lego Marvel games and the Lego Star Wars games they generate are a lot. Both they're they're super fun. They yeah. are, and I, I I'm not putting anything against them. But if you compare you know the superhero stuff, whether it be Marvel or DC, and you compare that to Star Wars, what they're doing with Star Wars is hey, let's put them into the Lego games, but then also do games through ea like battlefront and also do games from the guys who played uh who made titanfall you know like now that star wars is back let's do a bunch of star wars stuff in games and then you've got the marvel movies that are arguably the biggest franchise in the world right now and there's no games like there's outside of the lego stuff there's nothing coming out which is i i agree with you there they like well that so they did the telltale guardians the galaxy game yeah but telltale games i mean that's fucking it's its own thing, and it's yeah. it's kind of slow and boring to play. But 
Um, I, I, I do agree. They, uh, I think a, a, a solid Avengers style. Or you know what they need to do is they need to put out. They need to release the next Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that would just wreck. Everybody loves that game. Yeah. Well, and like I love that game. That game's yeah. super fun. Look I at, love that game. Look at what DC's done with Injustice. Like it's a basic just fighting game, and that game does gangbusters, and it's super fun and awesome. And it's like it's yeah. not that. In ter- like in terms of the scope and the amount of building that goes into these games, a game like Injustice doesn't require the type of engines and like serious building that a game like Battlefront does, right? No, but I don't want. I really don't even put that out there in the world, man. If if Marvel's going to put energy into a video game, I really hope they don't put it into a, an, an Injustice style well, fighting game. It can be both yeah. though, because like they don't really have to invest much into it. They just give the license to a developer. Like that's what that's why they have so many Star Wars games, and that's why DC was able to do Injustice no, I, I, and Batman and all that. Like, no, I got you. I just I don't. I don't. I personally don't like those games, and be much happier if we came out with some sort of like Ultimate Alliance style or. Yeah, same. Yeah, way. sort of some more of an adventure game because I just I don't know fighting games are I'm not good at them. I find them I find they get boring quick. No, I get you. Yeah, fighting games are just like a. It's for me. It's like oh, if you have somebody you know, like if you have friends over and you just want to like do something that's fun to you know play with people, then that's that's the niche that that serves. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just weird that there's not like a big budget adventure game centered around you know Iron Man or you know, any of the Avengers, really, or all of them, like... You know, they were releasing them for a while. Like, Iron Man had a movie, a game. Iron Man 2 had a game. Yeah, but those were just, like... Uh, those are just movie companion games, and those games always suck. Yeah, they were not yeah. good. The Hulk game was stupid. Well, actually, the Hulk game was kind of fun, because it was open world, but... Well, oh, are you talking Hulk Ultimate Destruction? Yeah. Yeah, that game rocked. That was before the MCU, though. I loved okay. that game. That was super fun. Where you could, like... Put the cars on your fists and <laughs> Make stuff. boxing gloves, oh, yeah. yeah. And like yeah. swipe yeah, with, with light poles. You can yeah. use light poles as bats. That was so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Um, No, but I think this is, hopefully this will be, hopefully, I mean, I imagine this game's going to go gangbusters and that it'll support more, uh, more, more, uh, you know, get more Marvel games going or something. Yeah, yeah. I hope I so. I don't know. I, and I, I will say, I love the costume design for this video game. He's got, like, those carbon yep. fiber, like, knuckle-type things going on, and yep. they adopted yep. the aperture lenses for his uh, for his eyes. Agreed. That's, you know, that's that's one thing that this game, that, that like, you know, if, if, if the only video game, Marvel video game that I franchise that comes out that sticks around is Spider-Man, like, I, I'm happy. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need much else. I'd like to see other stuff, too, but Spider-Man's my favorite, so... Yeah, well, Stoked. And, and Spider-Man, it's, I mean, even even when the movies were sucking, Spider-Man has always been the most popular comic book character in the world. Like, outside of yeah. even Batman, like, his, in terms of, like, merchandising and just general, like, dollar amount that Spider-Man produces is bigger than Batman, Superman, and Iron Man combined, which is nuts. Like, that's, it's still that way. That's crazy. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> how? And so it's it's funny to me when in those times when they haven't capitalized on that you know what i mean because spider-man is always profitable even when he's not as profitable he's still more profitable than almost everything else <laughs> yeah although this in this game i think it's just gonna go bananas i'm sure i'm sure uh, unless it just totally sucks but it looks good though I, yeah i don't i don't think it'll suck oh, i think it'll yeah. it'll do good and pandemic's a good uh, developer for sure yeah um uh, what else? I got anything else? I can't remember. I do. Oh, Battlefront Two. Yeah, that's what I was about to bring yeah. up. 
Oh, yeah. I, I have other things because I don't care about Battlefield. <laughs> Let's. But Rachel, this one's got a story mode. Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that's much better. <laughs> the, you play a you play a woman. Uh, she's a Tie Fighter pilot, right? Yeah. Well, see. Yeah. Yeah. You play a woman who works for the Empire. She's. I think she's even. She might just be a Tie Fighter pilot, but I felt like she might have been uh, like a an admiral or something like that. Um, I think she's just a. Ty- I think she's just a grunt, but you kind of like follow her story through all the battles, all the major battles. Yeah, uh, and you know it's not all in a Tie Fighter. She she gets grounded and it's all that kind of stuff. So, and you kind of go through. It looks like you play through all the different big battles as this woman trying to like just basically survive hmm. all the, uh, which I think is awesome. Yeah, that you get to play that you get to play as the Empire through all this through the story mode i love yeah. it i love it well yeah. and what i love about this game here like the biggest thing that that really makes me want this game is that it's taking the the mechanics and like the mind-blowing visuals and gameplay of the new battlefront game but combining it with like all of the game like the story and structure elements of the original battlefront 2 um exactly so it's gonna be it's gonna span every era. all the movies every era so far um including and, force awakens yes um and uh it's gonna there's a couple other things that people really wanted in there one was just like the story mode the campaign mode um more more ships on the ground battle levels so you can like get in a tie fighter while people are fighting on a planet surface and like help out your team by trying to attack the tanks that are attacking them that's right like it's the gameplay from this game is goddamn amazing. Like having dog fights while at the same time below you there are ground battles happening is so cool. Well, you could do that in the first one, sort of. But that was like you had to like find a special thing, and once you you know like there was only like two or three of those special things per map, and so like once you were in the air, there was only a couple of other ships in the air, and like yeah, they were super rare. Whereas this one, you can just get in vehicles like you could in uh, Battlefront Two, the original one. Oh, nice! Yeah, and this one, uh, and I imagine they'll keep the forty or sixty player games going, which is fuck yes, that's that is fun. Yeah, you, know, you know, I I feel like I got burned a little bit by Battlefield One, Battlefront One. Yes, every uh, everything I'm seeing for Battlefront Two is like, oh man, you guys are mm. like. Hook, line, and sinker. I it makes me wish, especially with a campaign mode. Yeah, and it, it makes me wish that I hadn't bought the original Battlefront. Honestly, um, I'm glad that I didn't buy like the ultimate pack or whatever. Uh, even though that stuff some was, of us did, some of us did, and, and that stuff is cool. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like there is a part of me that I don't know. I re- I regret it, man. I regret doing it because uh, I can't. I'm not good enough, and I so if I like want to play the Death Star trench run. Mm-hmm. Um, that shit's I, hard. I can't. I, I, it's super hard, and I can't. I'm, I don't have any fun playing it, and I can't. And you can't. And the, all the DLC stuff they didn't put into like, you know, like a lot of the game, you could at least like play the mission, mm-hmm. just you know, offline with bots. Yeah, but you can't do it with any of the DLC stuff with, which I think is super lame. And I like. I'll tell you the biggest thing that I loved about the original Battlefront 2 is that you could play like the multiplayer and have fun on those levels, but the best part about the original Battlefront 2 is you could basically play Risk, you know what I mean? Like you could just start out with like a team and go on a galactic, I think it was called Galactic Conquest, where you could just go across the galaxy doing space battles, ground battles, all this stuff, and like basically taking over the game board. Uh, Yeah. That was the best part to me, like... 
I didn't care about having online. It was just fun to do those and just like have all of these different sort of challenging maps and game types. Um, Nope. I I, I think this game's going to crush it. I think it's going to be awesome. It looks great. I can't, I can't wait to play it. Yeah. What else you got, Rich? Um, just a few mentions that we don't really need to discuss a whole lot, but, uh, did you ever play Shadow of Mordor? Yeah. So they've got Shadow of War. Which looks super cool. It looks really, really fun. My only issue with Shadow of Mordor was fighting the orc generals and failing and them getting stronger. Mm-hmm. which really, really pissed me off. But that's kind of the whole point of that game, right? I, I know, but it just pissed me off so <laughs> bad. But, the whole nemesis system. But I love the the whole gameplay of it and the little elf shadow world. Totally. And I, I, thought it was... I guess now you can like take over other people's bodies and make them fight for you. And, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm excited for this game because the one thing I thought the one thing that bummed me out about Shadow of Mordor was it just took place in Mordor. Yeah. And this game's going to take place all across Middle-earth. Yes. This game takes place Which, entirely in the shadow of Mordor. Uh, this game's, like, like it, in the stuff that I saw, it was like you can go to all the locations. Yeah. Which is, like, super awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's, I'm it's all just going to be this giant open-world Middle-earth? I mean... <laughs> That'll be super cool. <laughs> Definitely. I'm I'm pretty excited for that. I know it's going to piss me off, but I will still play it. Um I do want to bring up Anthem, which is BioWare's new game. They yeah, did, what's up with that? They did Mass Effect. Ooh. And this is their new game, which is actually what they actually worked on. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Mass Effect Andromeda. (laughs) I get it. it. Uh, I watched some gameplay today, and it it looks really, really fun. So the concept is you're a team of freelancers, and you are protecting a city that's surrounded by walls. So it's kind of got an attack on Titan feel, where there's monsters outside of the walls, and you're protecting all the people inside. So you get like these exo suits which are kind of like iron man suits Mm -hmm. and you can get different versions of it and upgrade them and basically you're just fighting monsters Hmm. that's cool yeah i like Like huge monsters monsters. damn that game's not gonna come out for a while yeah (laughs) when is it coming out autumn 28 autumn 2018 wow yeah but it it looks beautiful and I'm I'm pretty excited See, for it. Nice. I'm much cooler with uh with that where they go, hey, here's this game we're working on. It's not going to come out for a while, but here's what it looks like. Then, hey, here's this game we're working on. We're going to release like a partial game one year, and then two years later we'll release another one. Like, yeah, because that pisses me off with Battlefront. Where at this point it's clearly evident that they went, hey, we're trying to build this giant Battlefront game, but in order to keep the yeah. funding for the game that we want to build, we're going to release this incomplete game. And then just have a fuck ton of DLC as we continue to make stuff. Like, because I, like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure that everything that was in the original Battlefront with all the DLC is going to be in Battlefront 2. And so it just feels like they yeah. got halfway through and went, okay, well, we'll put this out. I don't know. Well, well, well they kind of did the same thing with 
um, Assassin's Creed Unity, mm. which is why I'm glad that they did take off, you know, kind of a longer break to do Origin. I mean, Syndicate was really good, but they did take uh, about over a year break. Oh, wow. To do Origin. But with Unity, like, it was so messed up when they released it. Like, there was a joke that it was so next gen that it wasn't even finished when they released it. <laughs> And it just, it was such a horrible, patchy game, but... It was pretty bad. That That's why I'm glad they took their time with Assassin's Creed Origin. Mm. So, it'll actually be finished when they release it. <laughs> that's always good. Well, so I'm reading a little, I'm reading a little, like, dot, 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 Assassin's Creed Origin thing. They got rid of Eagle Vision in favor of giving you an actual eagle to control. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. You're the Falcon. I totally now. want an I totally want an eagle to sit on my shoulder and fly around with me. <laughs> and and there's a full like a- animal world that you can tame animals and yeah. Shit, this, this, this could be so shit. awesome. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. I do want to bring up uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm. Yeah, I just started playing the first one. They had it free on the PlayStation Network, so I absolutely I'll get love love that game, and I'm glad that they're doing a Before the Storm. Is it a prequel? It's a prequel. Nice. So I, I'm pretty excited about that. It's a very fun game. It's very very sad and awful, but it's really fun. And the last thing that I'm going to mention because it needs to be mentioned and remastered for all of time. Is Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I saw that it was a re-remaster, and I was like, oh, man, another one. And then I saw the re-remaster, and I was like, oh, my, oh my God. God, that it's, looks so cool. It's beautiful. Like, I had I posted that I was pretty excited about it and posted the trailer. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine commented, like, what is up with this game? Just, like, being remastered all the time. I'm like, it needs to be remastered for all the things always because it's incredible it is an incredible game you know and i think i think i think um i mean i'd I'd love to see another one yes but it is it is there's i think there's a handful of games out there that are just so clean and so nice that to have an upgrade like this to have it just to really push the beauty inherent in that game with with the graphic systems that we have access to yeah is totally worth it i don't see that there's anything wrong with i mean like it brings it to a whole new group of people to play it because yes. everybody should play it. Yes. Uh, and it looks stunning. Imagine the end I Colossus. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, I never got to the end Colossus. You never got to the end? Got oh, my to, God. So I'll, I'll definitely be picking up this new re-remaster. I've never had so much anxiety until I got to the last one. I, I, uh... He's, he's a full city. Like, he is ginormous oh nice and it's all just black and i'm yeah it's gonna look incredible oh uh, cool 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 maybe i'll finally play it it's definitely worth playing it's such a stunning i mean it's it's a pretty slow game and but it's super cool see I, it, it's yeah it's so simple but it's yeah exactly it's incredibly simple there's all you do is fight these giant bosses that's it that's the whole game and you have to figure out how to climb on them and find their weak spots. Yeah. And I, I will say that I feel incredibly bad every time I kill one. 
because it's almost like they're innocent they are innocent and you're being totally selfish by trying to save your girlfriend yeah totally (laughs) i just and i feel really bad when i have to kill them i just have such a i have such a hard i don't know i have such a hard time with just like long overarching games like i i'm not i'm not the type of uh person to be able to just commit a bunch of time to playing a game you know like how josh got with uh fallout how he just yeah. like yeah. just just dropped into it for a while. I can't do that. Like a because I just have other like a bunch of stuff that I want to do in my spare time. Because you have a life. <laughs> Lame. So, I mean, like I have no life. That's the problem. Is I'm just like I'm working on so many things. <laughs> I'm working on so many things that it's like any time I stop to like play a game for a while, I'm like shit. Like there's there's something I've got to get back to. Um, and I but it's I, you know it's not that I've ever really had the ability to do that. So like even when I wasn't working on stuff actively i just i have a hard time like just just getting into the headspace where i'm like okay i'm gonna play this game you know for however many hours it takes uh to beat it which i like what's i don't know what's the average like play time for a game before you beat it uh it kind of depends on what kind of game like like an adventure if you're game. gonna play like if you're gonna play a final fantasy game you're looking at like 180 hours cool. see that's the crazy thing is like so grand theft auto is by far my most played game and i think i i'm like at 120 total hours and i've owned that game for like two and a half years like i just i just don't play games that much because even like like battlefront i've maybe put 20 hours into that game Hmm. so i don't know i don't it's just like it's one of those things i there's something in my head where i just can't get myself to like sit down and play a game like that um i mean shit it took me a year and a half to beat arkham arkham uh, knight damn i don't know I just uh, there's yeah, just something that, ga- that game didn't take me very long. Yeah. No, yeah, and that I petered out. That's what I'm saying is like <laughs> I will play it for like an hour at a time, maybe. Um, but here's the here's the here's the uh, here's the lesson for everybody: don't pre-order your games. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. We've all learned our lessons, right? No Man's Sky. That's right. Oh yeah. Although I saw I saw I saw some pictures of people like watching. Watching uh, something, holding the like the pre-ordered like elite No Man's Sky box, calling it the regret box. <laughs> oh, that's so disappointing. It really is. I mean, here's the thing with No Man's Sky: if you picked it up today for twenty bucks, with all the stuff they've added to it, you'd probably be super stoked. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it's because it, uh, there's a lot to it now. That game, they they they've added a ton. Mm-hmm. So like. I think now's the time to do it, but I think for a lot of people, it was just such a hard burn. Yeah. That, uh, it's just kind of like, no. I'm well, not. because they sold you all this stuff in the beginning. Totally. They're like, oh, yeah, you can do this and this and this. And everybody pre ordered it. And then they got the game and you couldn't do anything in it. Right. So I'll, I, so I'll probably break my own rule and pre order Spider Man, but I'll wait for everything else. <laughs> I, I will pre order Metroid. Yeah. Fair enough. For sure. See, loyal, loyal to our franchises. Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I am excited to see because apparently, like the guys who made No Man's Sky, apparently they're like working on a a follow up to it. That because of No Man's Sky, they've had the funding to be able to work on something that's uh, as ambitious as what they originally were talking about. Mm. And so I, I'm excited to see what that is. But yeah, pre ordering games. Good luck. Good luck, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna need it. Pre-ordering games is is probably a mistake for the most part. Like uh, th- for me, yeah. the big thing was Battlefront. That's what taught me that because I pre-ordered like the 
not the ultimate ultimate edition but like the higher up ultimate edition and went well fuck i just spent 20 bucks more on this thing and basically got nothing <laughs> uh, you bought it twice right yeah yeah and i bought it twice like i bought the 20 dollars more edition for the xbox to get like i don't know a fu- like han solo's blaster and like the the jakku battle um and then because everybody i knew which i didn't realize at first but everybody i knew had a playstation i had to buy it again to play it on playstation instead of xbox and then when i bought it again i was like well i don't want to fucking after i've already put in 120 bucks on this thing i don't want to have to you know buy actually 140 bucks i don't want to have to spend another 50 after that just to get the the you know dlc Um, right and then every and then the game wasn't just didn't hold up and nobody played it (laughs) yeah it just it didn't hold up nobody played it and i didn't have any of like the unlocks or anything like that that i had on the xbox so it was just fucking worthless yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) anyway uh yeah so uh, favorites least favorites for me three uh favorites least favorites i you know i'm not even gonna go into the territory of least favorites there's enough of that shitty negativity out there that's true i don't even think i have any least favorites like no, all, all games are cool. There's like, games out there for everybody, and everybody's going to find something probably from E3 that, that they're going to be stoked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to maybe uh, Spider Man, dude. Spider Man, hundred percent. That's mine. Yeah, and I'm going to guess Rachel's is Metroid. Yes. Which Metroid one? The uh, DS one. Yeah, that one I'm more excited about because it's be- actually coming out soon. It comes out in <laughs> September. And I seriously watched like forty five minutes of gameplay on it, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Nice. I yeah, I kazowed in my bazings. Nice. <laughs> how, about you, how, about, how, about, how about you, Jay? I know you're not the biggest gamer, but what are you stoked for Star Wars? Yeah, I Battlefront Two is like it's everything that I ever wanted out of a Battlefront game, and the original Battlefront Two is probably my favorite game of all time, just because I have so much nostalgia for it. I mean, like Josh and I played that game so much growing up uh not gr- yeah. i mean we I, were like I, teenagers by that point but yeah i did too i actually got a ps2 just recently and have battlefront 2 oh. so i know i'm gonna i'm gonna boot that up again here at some point yeah i um, at some point when i have like the best yeah when i have more disposable income that's gonna be one of my purchases because that game is just it's just so solid um yeah and like i mean it's definitely it's definitely uh dated you know oh, i yeah. pulled it up and i was the graphics are like Oh boy, those are rough, but it is a solid, awesome, fun game. Yeah, it's so and like it's you know it's a bygone era of being able to do whatever you want, playing against bots and stuff like that instead of having to go online. Exactly. Um, yeah, and so I just I hold so much nostalgia for the Battlefront franchise just because of how much I played it on my own and I played it with Josh and like just just that that goodness. Um, and so I'm I'm excited to see all of the elements of Star Wars brought back in the prequels, the original series, plus the new characters. And like, you know, from what you're being able to see, like having a level where there's Darth Maul and Han Solo and Rey, you know, and like Luke, like all of them in the same playground is just super awesome. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, so yeah, that's mine. Here's the, here's, here's the only other thing I would add on that I would love to see from a Star Wars battlefront game would be being able to pilot like Corellian Corvettes or Star Destroyers or, Oh, that'd be kind of cool. All the all the super big ships. That would be super that would be fun. Incredible. Yes. <laughs> Although that might get boring though, if you think about it. I don't care. Oh, I'm I coming don't... in on a star destroyer. Yeah, that would dude, be. I fly a... <laughs> That'd be actually cool. You have like a space battle mode where it's like, okay, this person's role is to like position the carrier, you know, in relativity to the other carrier to give you an advantage. Then you have like the people manning the turrets, the people you know flying the the little fighters, like. 
you know the the invasion troops i mean there there was like a light version of that mode but you couldn't like the 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 big ships were stationary in the original right. battlefront 2 so it would be super yeah. cool to be able to like try and position them you know or try and do a kamikaze on the other ship like whatever the fuck right and then like you you could warp around just different sections of the ships to control all the different stuff oh yeah oh that'd be awesome divert that would be super divert cool. shi- sh- like shield power to certain places and yeah. like yeah it would be like star wars armada but uh in a video game that'd be great well just to, no just as a part of battlefront yeah but that's what i mean know? is like like piloting those big ships would be very similar to what you do in armada but it's oh sure you know but it's but it's in the video game um just yeah. in terms of like allocating power getting different like power-ups uh being able to like have different advantages for certain ships like bringing pilots with them being able to set spawn points stuff like that that'd be awesome um yeah, well, I think I think that pretty much does it for our E3 episode. Is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up? Uh, no. Okay. No. Video um, games are cool. Yep. All the video games, all the time. Um, Metroid forever. And then, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, really quick before we wrap it up, I did want to say, so uh, pretty soon we will be launching a new old podcast um, that I've been working on. It's, I mean, you guys know that might be cool.com is our kind of main thing, and back in the day chase and i had our that might be cool podcast uh i'll be launching an all new that might be cool podcast that's just an interview show uh that's focused on more broad things because i mean the thing that kind of happened is as the original tmbc podcast went along savage land kind of uh took over that territory that chase and i would typically cover in that show um and now that we have you know this show is kind of our center for like all sort of comic book related stuff um I kind of wanted to have an area to just like to interview people from all sort of uh, creative outlets, you know, whether they're musicians or writers or, you know, costume designers, photographers, you know, general zones like that uh, with a focus on exploring why somebody listening should try out photography or try out music or whatever uh, and find out what it is that that person gets and what, what drives them in that particular field. Um, and so I'm, I'm starting, you know, I've got kind of a schedule together and, and a few guests that are locked in and I've done a couple of interviews so far for that show. Um, and so within the next few weeks, I will be launching it. Uh, we're going to be releasing, I think, either three or four episodes on launch day. I'm still trying to decide. Um, but keep an eye out for that. We'll let you guys know on our social media when that launches. And the goal here is because there's awesome guests and because I really, really, really want this podcast to like hit very big right off the bat to sort of bring some attention and be able to get some even more awesome guests. Uh, as soon as we launch that, we would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you would go and download those episodes and subscribe to the show, give it a rating because the quicker a show grabs traction on iTunes, the more Apple sort of promotes it. Um, and so that'll just be a huge help in launching this new show because it will allow us to not only do more stuff on that show, but it'll also bring more attention to Savage Land, which will allow us to do more stuff here. Uh, and it will most likely give us more clout to be able to get into these bigger conventions uh, and things like that, just to be able to pull on cooler guests and do uh, more ambitious stuff with what we want to do with all this. So anyway, that was my spiel. Um, go ahead and follow at that might be cool on all the social networks. And that's where you know, this stuff will sort of be centered on. Um, but while you're at it, follow at Savage Land Pod on Twitter and at Savage Land Podcast. Uh, we've, like, seriously, it's been super awesome to see 
since we announced or you know since we kind of started telling you guys to follow us on Twitter and focusing on that a little more uh we've more than like I think we went from like 150 some odd followers uh now we're up to like I think almost 700 and that's been like 2 weeks or so um so that's really awesome thank you all so much I'm droning on and I'm getting yeah. tired yeah, of my are. own voice <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, and well, we're just letting you go. Sorry, I just I, I wanted to get that that might be cool stuff out of the way because I'm really excited about it. Um, also, it's a true fact that Hippolyta <laughs> means Martha. True, <laughs> it's true. Matt's it's all true. It's all true. Matt's been been fighting it out on Instagram as we're recording this today because he put up the uh, the <laughs> no don't just no need to explain the joke. It's just yeah. true. It's just it, true. Yeah. They it's they can true. go look for themselves. Yeah. Our yep. our Instagram's a fun time. Uh we all there's Matt, what are your Instagram days, Matt? Um my days are Wednesday and Saturday and whenever I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then I'm posting there Monday and Thursday, uh and Rachel is Tuesday and Friday, right? Yep. Yes. And it's a surprise who does Sunday first. Yeah. Whoever gets to it first on Sunday is whoever's running it on Sunday. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, know know that if it's a Wednesday or Saturday, and somebody's and somebody's arguing with you that they're laughing about it and having a good time and aren't <laughs> upset at all, because I wasn't. I was having a great time uh, getting into it with somebody. Uh, so, yeah, we we mix it, we mix it up a lot on on uh, Instagram. It's mostly been me on Twitter, but I know that uh, Rachel uh, has 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 pitched in a little bit on there. Uh, and then I I can't even remember what I said. I can't either. I can't remember anything. Oh, I said on it Twitter. was it was my juicy eye. Juicy eye. <laughs> um, and we've we're all kind of on Reddit a little bit on Savage Land podcast. I know Matt posted while we were recording, trying to figure out what the planes on uh, uh, over Salt Lake were, and it's all just a bunch of sarcastic retorts. Uh, <laughs> Is it really? Not not all of it. Oh my god! Somebody commented saying your mom probably knows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then the other uh, two are amazing. just like, I saw them and was wondering the same. And they're pretty cool, aren't they? They look old, but I have no idea what kind of year they are. Um, no. But yeah, check us check Your us out on Reddit. That's, I know a lot of people have found <laughs> us from there. Uh, it's fun times. So ask your mom, Matt, uh, who, who <laughs> what the planes are about. I'm on it. Uh, yeah, so follow us on the social medias. Uh, we didn't get any new reviews this week, but we've greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated all of the ratings and reviews uh, that have been coming over the last few weeks. You've definitely answered the call and picked it up as we have uh, talked about it. So please leave those. If if uh, if you don't want to say anything, then just click that five-star button if you like. Uh, but we love it when you do say stuff, and we'll plug you if you've got something to plug. That sounds sexual. You can take it however you want. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. We're are we done now? Is that it? Yeah, we're done. Okay. Yep. Uh, Later, skater. <laughs> I always try to think of something. I try to think think of something to say at the last minute, but it's always later, it's always later. <laughs>
man, I had like three different conversation points. I uh, I was thinking about bringing up as a cold open, but that one that one just came right on us. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the clap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I can't get enough of how much I find dumb things funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. All right. Should we come back in? I'll take us in. All right.